like our individual lives, can often be best understood as a series of events that helpfully respond to the past, occur in the present, and positively shape the future. These events, however, are never created, developed, or completed in isolation. Rather, life is always influenced and flavored by others. Our brothers and sisters, the least of these, our friends and family, and most dynamically evolved by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit of God, who leads, directs, challenges, and affirms the faith and experience of his people. So today we gather to worship our Lord and celebrate a most significant event along the faith journey of this congregation, the greater church, the bestowing of the honor of Pastor Emeritus upon the Reverend Dr. Ralph May, former and longest serving pastor of this congregation, Zion Baptist Church, in its 160 plus year history, Dr. Ralph May served the most continuous years as pastor of Zion Baptist Church. So I want to say thank you for being here today for this very special day. It's my prayer that you feel welcomed, all those that's visiting with us today. We want you to know that it's an honor to have you. Just make yourself at home. And I know this service is a little bit different, but I've just got to be myself. Kick off your shoes and let's worship the Lord today and have a good time. We're here to worship God today. And, uh, Hey, we're a family gathered together in the house of God as the people of God. So if the Lord speaks to your heart, I know we're going to try to get through this service. But this altar is open. The Holy Spirit is calling you today. Come be saved. Get something right with him uh, this morning. So now that I got that out of the way, we'll get back to the script. Thank you. It's my prayer that you feel welcome. If you're visiting with us, we ask that you fill out the welcome card, which is located in your bulletin. Now, Miss Pat does such a good job, but if she missed you, if she didn't get you one of these, if you'll look in your bulletin, there's a little tear-off there. We ask that you tear that off, put your information on there, and when the offering plate's passed, you just chuck that thing in the offering plate. We do that not so we can bother you, but so we can give you some more information about Zion Baptist Church and get some information about you so that we can minister to you and with you in the house of God. Also, church, if you've got a prayer need, same thing, write it on that tear-off on the opposite side. Chuck that thing in the offering plate when it's passed, and we'll, uh, we'll get that to the proper person, the care ministry and all of that, so that you could be ministered to. The Bible teaches us that each believer is a minister. Together, we are the body of Christ, the church. As such, we are called individually and collectively to Christ's ministry of reconciliation. While today we're honoring preacher Ralph May, the expression of his call through his life in ordained ministry. We're also celebrating the common bond we each share amidst the priesthood of all believers as prayer warriors, intercessors, the hands and feet of Christ. Participants do not sit on the sideline. Those who get right in there in the thick of the battle fight side of our Lord Jesus Christ so that men, women, boys, and girls, both here and around the world, can be saved. I'm going to ask you now, if you can, uh, just to stand up. Nope, I'm going to do something else because Ed's leading us in the offertory prayer. So let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer before we do that. A couple of quick prayer announcements. I want to remember, 
Hannah Clifton, she's having a procedure tomorrow down in Charlotte. Christy Ferris, she's in the hospital down in Charlotte, so one of her members right now, I believe Tommy's down there with her. Our bigger staff senior passed away, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, so one of her members, Mark Jr., the rest of the family. Of course, Dennis Clay got to come home from the hospital, pray for Cub, that he'd get his sugar, that they'd get that under control. Mabel Patton is in the hospital at Grace right now as we speak, so I ask you to pray for her. And then we've got our prayer list there. You look at that thing and pray for those that are on our list. Let's go to the Lord in a time of prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we gather together this morning to honor you. We do that because you're worthy to be honored. You looked upon us and saw our need. You became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld your glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And at the appointed time, Though you did not think it was robbery to be equal with God, you humbled yourself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. But death couldn't hold you down. You had power over death, and on the third day you rose from the grave and conquered it forevermore. You'll never taste death again. But we're also thankful today that because you did that, now at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue shall confess that you are Lord to the glory of God the Father. As we gather here this morning, help us to declare that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Father, we want to honor this precious man this morning, but in doing so, we ultimately want to honor you. His life of service, his giving of himself in and through Zion Baptist Church was done so that he might honor you because you saved him. Father, we want to honor that today. So God, take charge of these next few minutes. May your will be done. May we be drawn closer to you and closer to each other. And when we leave this place today, help us to be able to say it was good. It was good. It was good to be in the house Father, those names that we lifted up, little Hannah that's having the procedure tomorrow, Christy that's down there at the hospital, Mabel that's there at the hospital right now, Mark Jr., God, I pray that you'd speak comfort into his heart. You're the healing God, and that's what we ask for this morning, a miracle, healing. In the name of Jesus, we ask for that. God, we've seen you do it in the past, and we trust you'll do it again. So, Lord, Everything's in your control. Help us step out of the way. Let us decrease that you might increase. I praise you. I thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm going to ask you to stand up, fellowship with each other, love on each other for a minute, and then Ed's going to come and lead us in a time of prayer.
continue on with the worship service. I'm going to ask Keith Patton if he will come on up. And then I'm going to ask my brother Ed Collins if he will come and lead us in a time of prayer. Keith, you come on. Ed, you lead us in a time of prayer. behind you and never knowing what's in store 
makes each day a constant battle just to stay between the shores. And I will sail my vessel till the river runs dry. And like a bird upon the wind, these waters are my sky. I'll never reach my destination. If I never try, so I will sail my vessel till the river runs dry. Too many times we stand aside and let the water slip away till we put off till tomorrow has now become today. So don't you sit upon the shoreline Say you're satisfied Choose to chance the rapids And dare to dance the tide Well I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry And like a bird upon the wind These waters are my sky I'll never reach my destination If I never try, so I will sail my vessel till the river runs dry. And there's bound to be rough waters, and I know I'll take some falls. But with the good Lord as my captain, well, I can make it through them all. Yes, I will sail my vessel. Till the river runs dry And like a bird upon the wind These waters are my sky I'll never reach my destination If I never try So I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry Yes, I will sail my vessel Till the river runs dry sitting there thinking about that. It's easier to get forgiveness than it is permission, so I might be a little bit longer. <laughs> I am thankful for this opportunity to be here today. It's a special day to honor It's a special day for Zion Baptist Church as well. It's a special day for me and my family. has an opportunity to former pastors and do it in the manner in which you're doing it today. Uh, many of you are familiar with me and my family, and you know the history of Dr. Lee and my own family. <clears throat> he was instrumental in the direction that our life has gone for more than 37 years. I appreciate that. 
as our pastor and as my pastor in particular. I appreciate what you've done for us. There is a, a tremendous amount of things that I could say about Dr. May, but uh, I know our time is limited today, but there are a few verses of Scripture that I want to use for this time to sum up my thoughts about this special first third verse that I want to read is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. But I want us to consider this special day as we can collectively laboring for our brother. I think that does apply. All the church congregation that said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58, therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast and unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain you'll find the word labor in the verses of scripture that I will be reading today the Greek word for labor is kompos which means toil the younger generation may not relate to the word toil, but we who are a little older certainly do. However, when you consider laboring for the Lord and using the Greek word for the definition, it is to toil. But there is an addition to the toil. In addition to the work, to the toil, you could add trouble and you could also add weariness. As Dr. May has labored for the Lord all these years, I'm certain that he has enjoyed the labor. There have been times when it was work and when it was trouble. So as we consider the labor that we do for our Lord, there are other areas that we must consider. But with that definition, laboring doesn't sound very inviting until we realize the laboring is not for us. The laboring is for our Lord. I find joy in that. And I believe you do too. I'm sure that Brother Ralph has found joy over all these years in that hard, toil, wearisome labor. I have three points that I want to make very quickly about laboring for our loving Lord. And the first point is that the labor of individual church members has to be considered as well. Very quickly, there are three things that I want to bring to your attention from the verse that I read that applies to individual church members. And the first is, Paul said, be steadfast, which means that the church members should be settled. They should confide in the truth and of the doctrine of the resurrection and everything that pertains to it. As we labor together for the Lord, being steadfast, unmovable in our faith and in our work for the Lord. Second, he mentions to be unmovable, meaning that nothing can shake our faith. I think that's a bold statement. Nothing can shake our faith. Because of whom we are placing our faith. He also mentions that we should be abounding in the work of the Lord. 
Every believer in Christ is a workman of God, and we do it to bring glory to him who died for us and saved our wretched souls. Oh, how grateful I am that there was a day in my life when the Holy Spirit said, Paul, you need Christ as Lord and Savior. So I have that confidence now that I don't have to worry about eternity. I don't have to worry tomorrow or the next day. I place my confidence in the Lord. So as a church, and as we honor Dr. Ralph May today, we are laboring individually as church members, but second, I want you to know the, the labor of the body of the church members. Let me read another verse of scripture very quickly, or two more, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 13. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Once again, Paul admonishes the body of believers to work with the pastor and to work with each other. One of the greatest examples of the church working together was Pentecost in the days that followed. I would love to have been there. When God the Holy Spirit came on believers, and they began to work together, laboring together for the Lord, such a wonderful, exciting time the church had. The body of believers, individuals came together as the church, the ecclesia, the called out and were laboring together for the Lord. It resulted in a few people being saved. Maybe a hundred or so. Thousands were being saved as the church labored together. Laboring of the Lord Jesus Christ. They looked on each other for encouragement and strength and thousands were being saved. And later on, Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, let nothing be done through strife and vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than themselves. Every one of you do. All of you. I esteem you better than myself. That's the spirit and the attitude of the body of believers working together, laboring for the Lord. One other quick point that I want to bring to your attention this morning. As we are laboring for our loving Lord, there is the labor of individual church members, as I mentioned, and there is the labor of the body, church members collectively. But I also want to mention the labor of the shepherd church members. You'll find that in, in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 10 and 11. Ralph, I want to address this to you. I want to address this to other pastors, lay people who are laboring diligently for the, for the Lord. Particularly for you, my pastor. God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor which you have showed toward his name and that you have ministered to the saints in your ministry. And we desire that every one of you do the same, showing diligence 
the full assurance of hope to the end. One day I may possibly forget some of the things that you did for my family. I hope I never do. But I know the one who will never forget. And that's your Lord that you labored for. How proud I am that you did that, not for self-gain, but because of what Jesus did in suffering and dying. I'd ask you to forgive me for being emotional, but that's just the way I am. (laughs) There may be times when a pastor wonders if anyone else notices or cares about the long hours and the pain and difficulties that he faces when members are hurting or death invades the church family. No one may ever understand the genuine love that a pastor has for the people, the genuine love that a shepherd has. Dr. May, you are my brother in Christ, my pastor. And I want you to know that I know and I truly appreciate the sacrifices that you made in your ministry. But none of this really matters because what occurs, what really counts, is what Paul said about our loving God. God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor above you have showed toward his name. close with this verse of scripture. Your family. This is my heart's desire. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 21. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body preserved blameless brother I love you I love your family I love you Sandra I thank you labor of love thank you for your faithfulness preaching the gospel souls saved missed hell will spend eternity in the loving presence of
How in the world can anybody speak after that? My Lord, wonder they cry so much up here at Zion. Lord, I, I, I just thank God for being here. It is an honor. I think uh, Pastor Rose and Zion. I want to ask you a question. Is Pastor Rose as hard on you all as he has been on me? Uh, I don't ever recall meeting him, but he called me and he asked me, he said, uh, you know, y'all were honoring uh, Pastor May and wanted me to, uh, to participate. And I said, sure. And he was just so excited. And after he showed me his excitement, he said, uh, you got 10 minutes. <laughs> so... When I came in today, he said, "Remember, you got ten minutes." So, but um, I just I thank God for the man you're honoring today. Um, I was uh, coming here this morning, and and uh, I was hoping I was going to get everything in because I got a song that takes five minutes, so I ain't got but five minutes. But uh, uh, I was telling Brother Joshua, uh, I went in. Uh, I was going to make me some tea before I, I, I left the church, but I, I stopped at Gates and, and I was getting tea and there was a lady there, she said, you a preacher? I said, yes. And uh, she said, uh, you going up to Zion to uh, preach today? I said, yes, uh, they are in Dr. May. She said, I, uh, what a man, what a man. Said my son was sick and I called him and he come and I told me he, he should have been on the Indy. So he must have, you know, just was driving so fast to get there. But they were amazed. And I don't, he probably don't even remember. But this is the kind of man that we're honoring today. I mean, this woman, didn't, I mean, she just saw me this morning. It's amazing. And I am one that he took under his wing. Brother Billy and I was talking about he, he, he brought us together. Amazing. And, and, and I may jump around, but, but as I was asking God, I need to learn how to preach. I can't preach if you don't give me opportunity. And there was a, a Reverend uh, Thomas that, um, uh, Leroy Thomas, that, that, that we were moving into a, a, a church. We were building Logan Memorial Baptist Church. It was brand new, and, and, and I was excited about opportunity, but I wasn't being able to preach. And, and he gave me his card. After I prayed to God, I said, I need to learn how to preach. Gave me his card, and Dr. May's name was on it. I called him. We went to lunch, and I said, my God. Here's a man, he shows up. Now, I hope y'all know that I don't wear white suits uh, to church, but to honor the man today, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing this white suit because when we uh, opened up New Hope in Christ, uh, walked from the old church to the new one, he had a white suit on, and, and he stood uh, as the giant he is, and... and preached and dedicated that the service but uh, I we met with him my wife and I met with him and we sit there and nothing was out of place I mean his hair I mean not one hair was out of place I mean sharp I mean I mean to the T and he, I'm just all shook but anybody at that time they were giants to me and he was one of the giants. So, you know, he, he, he questioned me about, you know, wanted to make sure I knew what I was preaching. Because he don't play with none of that. Uh, if it ain't the gospel, it ain't the word of God. 
He'll let you know. So we went through that. So, and I was ordained right here. Oh, you hear me? I was ordained right here. This man, I was licensed, but really no one would, would, would took me in like he did, and he ordained me right here at Zion. So I take no credit for any of the mistakes that New Hope has made, but I give all credit to this man. So we have a church that was set and built in the middle of what I call sometimes Sodom and Gomorrah. And what he don't know. See, when, when, when Pastor Rose called me and, and, and told me I had 10 minutes, if I started writing, I'd still be writing today. But that song, thank you for giving to the Lord, that came across my mind as I was meditating uh, uh, since he called me. And the, the train of souls that have been touched by what this man has done cannot be counted. And we have people who have come there. I mean, literally come there and give their life to the Lord. And he checked them into eternity the next day. We're talking about folk that coming from a bad background. But that church, because it's there, right there. And because of the labor and the sacrifices that these men, as Dr. May has done, I thank God for you. Words will never spread. And of course, he he's so emotional, y'all know. And and every time I see him, you know, in town or something, uh, at the post office, you know, he cordial. How your family? How the church and all of that? But Doctor May never—that was secondary, really. He did care, but he wanted you to know what God has showed him in this word. He wanted you to know what nugget, what what revelation and when he would speak I didn't understand tears come in this man's eyes that's how compassionate he was and I didn't have that but as he ordained I got ordained here prior to that he said uh, brother if you can live up to this word he said quit if you can't live up to the word and of course, I, I, I was raised, you know, uh, holding this Pentecostal, and I was scared to death, ran from the calling over 20 years because I just didn't get the Holy Ghost the way they told me I needed to get it. I didn't speak in tongues. And I said, here we go again. This man just told me if I sin, I might as well just drop this book. But that's not what he was saying. 1 John 2, 1 talks about we have an advocate with the Father that when we sin. He was telling me that no matter what you do, this word will pick you up. It'll dust you up. It'll clean you. And he's saying, you stay with this word. And that's what we have at New Hope. We have nothing. I don't care about nothing. I don't, I, I, I don't want to, uh, I won't debate you. I won't get into all of that. If the word don't prove or don't back up what I preach, I don't preach it. Because this man told me if I did, if I changed anything about this book, he said, get out of it. Get out of it. So I thank God for it. He, he's, he's just, uh, I'm, I'm just awestruck at this opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Rose, for giving us this opportunity to, to come. So um, I knew I wasn't going to uh, get everything in, but uh, uh, I thank you.
I thank you. And the lives that have been touched. I mean, you you have to wait according to that song. You have to, when you get over there, you, they, they'll, they'll walk up to you. But I thank God for the sacrifices that he made. And thank God for you, Zion uh, Baptist Church. So with the with everything, and, 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 and uh, Reverend Paul just, just said, you uh, serving in this um, capacity, it's not easy. Whoever says it's easy, haven't served it. But there's only one way. He could be where he is today. And all of us who are pastors or preachers or teachers, the only way is by God's grace. Thank you. 
Bishop's 2019 business meeting, we had a recommendation. Deacons recommend that Dr. Ralph May be voted in as Pastor Emeritus and Miss Pastor with no opposition. Thank you, Pastor Rose. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. You honor me. Ralph and Sandra, you are my friends. I met Ralph and Sandra when I came here in 1993 as director of missions. And at the meeting, they called me in the latter part of fall of 92. We met Ralph, and Ralph, I could see in him when he came and spoke to me there's something about him and we gravitated together. And he became a mentor to me. He became a dear friend. He became a man that I looked to if I needed advice because that's the kind of man Ralph is. You can go to him. You can tell him. He'll listen. He'll pray with you. He'll love you. And he will always be by your side. And you can testify that in this church today. He stood by you those 20 plus years. And God bless him. I'm going to share a few words before I read this, this resolution this morning. I found Ralph to be a man who loved Jesus Christ completely, as my brothers have testified Ralph coming from the secular world, he came from a very lucrative business. He could have stayed there and done fine. But like Paul, when God called him, that was over. He became a new man. And he said, now I am yours. And he went to school. And he honed his craft to become the best he could be in the pulpit. And I'll say this to you, I've heard him in this church and I've heard him in the old church and I've heard him in associational meetings. He is a great preacher. I found him to be a loving man, a man of honor, a man of integrity, a man who said, yes, we can, instead of no, we can't. As director of missions, Ralph helped me and helped our association through the establishment of this mission out here, New Hope, which Paul pastored and then Max. He helped us to see a community and see a world and put a church in a changing community when that wasn't a popular thing to do as Baptist. And yet he saw the vision. Why? Because God laid it on his heart. And it became a life-changing experience, not only for these two men who pastored it, but for that community. And when he, we, he came to me and he said, 
the association needs to take this mission and, and, and get behind it and let it thrive. And we did, and it did. And Ralph may put his heart and soul in the building of that church on Bouchelle Street where there is little or no crime now. He helped me to learn how to lay brick on that back corner. I never will forget it. But he's a good man. He loves the Lord. And I say this to you, and you listen to me, church, because I'm giving you a testimony this morning to this man and his vision. He wanted the association not only to see our community, he wanted us to see a state. He wanted us to see a nation. He wanted us to see a world for Christ. And he started with that little vision over in Hidden And we did, and we took it, and we stood behind him, and we stood with that church. I've gone to Ralph many times and asked his advice. We were sitting one day in my office and we other places that we sit, we, we would sit and talk. And he said to me, Billy, our association needs to expand. We need another building. We need to expand our vision. And I want you to know this day, and you need to hear it from me, that new building in the middle of downtown Morgan to the Catawba River Baptist Association and the land that was bought, the seven or eight acres we bought, the, the building that's been put there was out of the mind and vision of that man who put it in our minds and our hearts to see something we didn't see before. And that's Ralph. That's who we love. And that's who we honor today. I love you, Ralph. Sandra. I've been in a hospital with Ralph when he was going through some of his surgeries because I wanted to be there. But he keeps keeping on, and he will do that until God calls him home because that's what we do as ministers. We don't quit. We keep keeping on. He has. I would like, while I, when I read this, this resolution, Pastor, if you will come, and Max and, and, and uh, Paul, y'all come up here and just stand with me. Let's all stand here and read this. Paul, where are y'all? Come on up here and stand with me. Zion Baptist Church resolution on conferring the honor and title of Pastor Emeritus to Reverend Dr. Ralph May. Whereas Dr. Ralph May served as pastor of Zion Baptist Church for 26 years, eight months, and from October 28, 1979 to June 25, 2006, becoming the longest tenured pastor in Zion Baptist Church's history. Whereas during this time of service through Zion Baptist Church, 
Dr. Ralph may perform 360 baptisms, 19 in one service at Optimus Park, ministered to 375 funerals, conducted 360 weddings, ordained three pastors and 23 deacons, preached 3,100 sermons, including 30 revivals and numerous speaking engagements in Burke County and nine states, and led in Zion Baptist Church purchase of 15 acres of land, building of a bus garage, doubling the size of the fellowship hall, constructing a new sanctuary, and in installing an elevator. Whereas Dr. Ralph may serve through the Catawba River Baptist Association during this time as vice moderator for two years, moderator for two years, building and grounds committee member for two years, church training director for two years, VBS director for two years, evangelism community chairman for two years, mission search committee, chairman for one year, vice chairman of the Bill Glass Crusade, counselor, trainer for the Bailey Smith Crusade, speaker at the annual association of meeting for two years and helped in the construction of three mission church buildings. Whereas Dr. Ralph May served as chaplain and board of directors member for the Oak Hill Fire and Rescue uh, for three years, Burke County Sheriff's Department chaplain for one year, Morgan Public Safety chaplain one year, preached the 1985 graduation message for Freedom High School and preached two statewide revivals in West Virginia, along with many other ministry works. Whereas emeritus comes from the Latin word emeriti, emeri, which means to earn one's discharge by service and is an honorary title bestowed upon one who has retired from a position, past a professor or other professional position after a long, influential and exemplary period as a way of honoring the individual service and Whereas Dr. Ralph May's term of service as pastor of Zion Baptist Church exceed, uh, meets and exceeds the prerequisites for being honored with the title emeritus, now therefore be it resolved that after approved by its members, Zion Baptist Church confers upon Dr. Ralph May the title of pastor emeritus, effective March 10th, 2019. Let's pray together. Father, we come to worship you, to love and honor you, Father, and adore you. We thank you for the privilege of being stand before, being able to stand before you today, Lord. But we come and we come on to honor our friend and brother, Reverend Dr. Ralph May. We thank you, Lord, for his life. 
We thank you for your touch in his life when you called him and set him apart for a long and fruitful ministry. We thank you for the touch he's had in our lives in this room. We thank you for the touch he's had in lives across this county, across this state, and across this nation and the world. We thank you for his love for you. We thank you for his love for us. God, you gifted him with so many things. We thank you for his life. We thank you for a man who is, who is continuing to do and to go and to be what you called him to do. Thank you, Father, for all that you have done through him and will continue to do. In Jesus' name I pray. This is an honorary position. The distinction of being named Pastor Emeritus carries with it responsibilities to continue to live your ordination vows, be an example for the people of this congregation. You're charged in this position to be a supportive fellow laborer to all lay persons and the pastor of this congregation and to offer considerate and wise counsel when sought. In this time, we claim you as one of the church's senior keepers of the Christian faith and wisdom, through whose experience and ministry we have inherited the church today. Thus, on behalf of Zion Baptist Church and our gracious Savior, whom you have loved and served so many years, it's my pleasure to present you a certificate of honor as Pastor Emeritus of Zion Baptist Church in Morganton, North Carolina. And I'm going to read this. The Congregation of Zion Baptist Church of Morganton, North Carolina, in honor of his exemplary pastoral leadership of this congregation from October 28, 1979 to June 25th, 2006, hereby bestows upon the Reverend Dr. Ralph May the honor of being known to us and others as Pastor Emeritus of Zion Baptist Church. In conferring this honor, we will remember your many accomplishments and we pledge ourselves to continued concern for your health and happiness, hold you in our prayers, and always cherish your contribution to the ministry of our Lord through Zion Baptist Church, conferred this day, this 10th day of March, 2019, signed the Reverend Keith Rose, pastor, Ed Collins, deacon chairman, and Francis Huffman, church clerk, and down at the bottom, 1 Timothy 5.17, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. say how much I love Preacher May and Sandra, my family as well. I remember when we first came to the church, of course he was here, and uh, he said, uh, he and Sandra said, you know, you guys need to join so we can put you to work, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and uh, there's been so many services that uh, serve under tone and music with Preacher May, and uh, you know, he always, like in the funerals especially, uh, God just give him 
the, the wisdom and the, just the knack to just comfort so much. I always enjoyed it, if that's a way of saying it, a funeral. But, uh, I just felt like God laid on his heart the, the just appropriate words, and it was just always beautiful. And uh, I just thank you for your service, what you mean to me and my family. He dedicated all three of my babies to the Lord many years ago, and they're still following strong. I, I thank God for that. But I um, just love you guys, and I appreciate all you
It still fits. <clears throat> I'm going to borrow a line from the late Dr. Vance Hebner and say to you, now I know how pancakes feel when you pour warm syrup over them. <clears throat> I um, confess to you I'm totally undeserving to have even been saved, much less called to serve. But if you could see where he brought me from, to where I am today, you'd understand, you'd know why it's been my life desire and interest follow him. I don't know any other way to do it. He called, and I couldn't get away from the call. It was time to do what he called me to do. And I look back, it's been a long journey. Highs and lows in it, but I don't regret a day of it. And like uh, Happy Goodman said, I don't regret a mile I've traveled for my Lord. I'd be remiss today if I didn't do one thing. There's one person here today that sacrificed and gave more than all of you that I'm being able to God's will who has called me and used me to do. see me get out of the bed at 2 o'clock in the morning, rush out the door, never know when I'd be back, and those things that you know. Wives know. God gave me a jewel. No, no reproach on any of you ladies, but I got the best pastor's wife I've ever been on the face of the earth. Never complain.
ain't always understood. And that's a treasure. Sign, when I heard all of this read together, I wonder when I had time to preach it. <laughs> when you're busy doing it, you don't you don't think about it until you see it all in one place and then sort of cumulative it's a little bit overwhelming I don't know if I'd undertake to do that again I might not live through it but the one that matters most and the reason it all occurred on day one is not me but it's he that's in me when he came and took up his place his whole heart of stone made it art of flesh and love my world turned upside down and it'll never be returned again he saved me he sealed me called me blessed me for an opportunity to serve and if I made a dent in the devil's house it's been a good vote I will almost say a fellow I heard once before I think it's Wendy Bagwell I'm not sure. I'm going to preach as long as I can preach. Do as, everything I can do. Fight the devil on every course. And when I can't fight him no more, can't bite him anymore, I'm going to gum him to death. <laughs> but thank you for the honor. I... Uh, shared with someone the other day not many things that I know of a Baptist pastor is honored with uh, was any higher than that to me it's like the Congressional Medal of Honor it's in the military I don't know that our nation has a higher recognition than I don't know that our association of churches does so I am highly exalted and honored and very humble thereby thank you for your vote for your support all these years. One last statement to you, and the choir, if you'd be making your way to the choir, I, I want to share one thing with you while they're coming. All that you heard done here, all that's been accomplished, was not one man. It was this body. It was this body. You share in every area of that because without your support, understanding your caring, no matter. But I've learned one thing on this long journey. <clears throat> sort of like the man tricks on the cart for a donkey to pull it, and then things you go over that donkey. He said, don't worry about the donkey, just load the wagon. God will take care of the strength it takes you to do what he calls you to do can't outdo him. You can't outrun him. All you can do is say yes, Lord, and love the journey. Thank you for loving us. I us to be a part of your fellowship. These continuing days. God love you and God bless you. And I promise him I, I would do this. If I don't get to see you anymore in this world, I'll meet you in the morning just inside the Eastern Gate. Amen. Amen.
Church, we've got a meal uh, that we've invited everyone to come out to as we uh, continue this uh, fellowship together today. So if you're here visiting with us, if you'll just go out this back door, take a right as you go out the door. When you go out those doors over there, take a left and go out there to the fellowship hall. Most of you probably know where it is. Uh, Church, if you'll let Dr. May's family, if they'll kind of, if you'll let them get on out there first, he's already making his way out there. Thank you, Zion Baptist Church, uh, for testing for participating in this uh, event and in this uh, time together this morning as we honor Dr. Ralph May and honor our All of those accomplishments were because of you. And if we'll keep our eyes on the prize, God can continue to use Zion Baptist Church if, it's, if he tarries for another 165 years to win men, women, boys, and girls. Jesus Christ. We've got to keep our eyes. I want to say the, the blessing and the benediction. Uh, we'll pray over the meal. Then, like I said, if you will, let the, Dr. Ralph May's family go first. Thank you for your time together. Thank you, little Aileen, for having the courage to come forward this morning. And we look forward to baptizing you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's pray, church. And then, hey, we're good Baptists. Then we'll go eat. Amen. Thank you. Uh, for the family, Dr. Ralph May, for being here with us this morning. And uh, let's pray, and then we'll go eat. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you've given us this time. Come together as the people of God to worship you and to honor this dear man who so faithfully served you all these many years. And then, God, as we go now to partake of the meal, this time of fellowship, Lord, may we realize that every good gift comes from above, down from the Father. Father, we pray that as we eat, that you'd take this food and it'd be a nourishment to our bodies. We might then use our bodies to bring you glory. Lord, I believe we can say, though it's been a little bit, like I said in the beginning, it's been good. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.